Hey there, and welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Santos, a wife, working mom of two littles, certified health coach, and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. Do you find yourself on the perpetual struggle bus, trying to juggle it all and your health is the last thing on the to-do list, but you feel like crap? I can relate because I've been there. The reality is you can get healthy and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. If you're looking for some education, inspiration, accountability, a kick in the pants, or I'm not going to lie, some tough love, you're in the right place. So pull up a seat, grab a nice coffee, and join me on this journey to better health. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. I'm so grateful that you're here with me another Monday. Um, We are coming off a weekend of a little crazy weather where it was 60 degrees and it was freezing. So I guess everyone out there, if you live on the Northeast, you might be getting some of that spring kind of trickling in and it's giving you all the good vibes. So I'm definitely feeling that that spring is coming and there's just something about that feeling of renewal and a new beginning of a spring season and just a feeling of warmth on your skin that's going to be coming soon that just kind of puts you in a better mood, honestly, at least it does for me. So I wanted to chat with you guys this week about something. It's kind of been on my heart for a while. It's something that I know I'm affected by and I think a lot of people are. And I was reading some articles in preparation for this podcast and You know, the reality of it is not only are we all affected, but because of the pandemic, stress eating, emotional eating has gotten really bad. So it's basically statistically saying that 50% of Americans are now stress eating and overeating more than they were before. So there's so many different issues basically that this is coming from, right? You know, add the pandemic to an already, if you're a hot mess mom like me, right? Like self-proclaimed, going insane all the time, juggling too many things at all times, right? The kids, the husband, the job, anything you got to do for yourself, personal life, doctor's appointments, sports, all of the things. You're just trying to keep yourself afloat. And then you add on this last two years of the pandemic where, you know, our work-life balance has been completely out of whack. Work has maybe transitioned from an office job to a stay-at-home job. Kids are on quarantine. Kids are sick. Maybe you have COVID. Quarantines. It's it's kind of a hot mess, like even so more so than normal, right? So we have to look at that and understand that it's like, duh, of course we're all overeating and stress eating and mindless eating and emotionally eating way more than ever, right? I think stress levels in America are just sky high right now. I don't know when they're going to come back. You have like all this thing about, you know, our just inflation and things costing more money and you want to travel, but you're unsure with the COVID restrictions and then you need a release because you haven't had one in two years. And it's like, ah, right. Like you just kind of feel like you're going to lose your mind even more than you were maybe in 2018. Right. I definitely feel that way. So I know that a lot of people listening and a lot of people that I've had conversations with recently are kind of struggling with this as well. So I wanted to take a deep dive so that we can kind of chat about it and just get it out in the open because I think there's a lot of shame behind this. And you don't have to hold that in. You don't have to feel that yourself. You can pretty much look to your right, look to your left at this point, and everyone's pretty much doing it. You know, the stress eating is, it's this vicious cycle that, you know, we do and then we beat ourselves up about it. And it's just not necessary, right? We have to start looking at things and figuring out why we're doing them 
and see what we can do to change the behavior because it's the only way we're going to get forward. Because let's be real, the stresses of life are not going anywhere. And if anything, I just feel like they're going to keep getting worse. And in some degrees, we have to take accountability and we have to say, what can I do to change my behavior? What can I do to change my environment? What can I do to make this better? Because I can't see it really getting better quickly, right? Like, even if the pandemic were to disappear tomorrow, we're still going to go back to our day-to-day stresses. So I kind of want to, like I said, take a deep dive into stress eating, emotional eating, all the things, and let's see how we can make this situation that seems impossible, make it a little bit better, right? Like figure out a way to manage our emotions, manage our feelings, and kind of create a path forward that doesn't include stress eating all the time. You know, we're never going to be perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. I don't expect anyone out there listening to ever be perfect. But the last thing I'd want is for stress eating to completely derail all your health and wellness goals because that's ultimately what happens when we continue to do it and do it and do it. It becomes a habit and it becomes a negative habit when it comes to your health and wellness journey. It could prevent you from losing weight. It's going to increase your cortisol levels. It's going to make your sugar be completely out of whack. It's going to make you feel like crap, make you be tired all the time. I mean, so there's so many reasons why not to do it, but there's also reasons why we are doing it. So that's where we're going to take a deep dive in on today's episode. So first, I'm totally a nerd and I always want to know what the actual definition of things are. So what I wanted to do is tell you guys the definition of it from like the dictionary standpoint and then kind of give you some other breakdowns of what I kind of think it is too and what I think a lot of other people think it is. So if you look at the definition of emotional eating or stress eating, it's defined as the propensity to eat in response to positive and negative emotions. So that's the definition of it, right? And I think it's true. Of course, you know, propensity to eat in response to being feeling good or feeling bad when you have these emotions, there's different reasons for each, but it makes sense, right? But I kind of like to look at it like this. It's a short-lived happy feeling masking the issue that's really wrong. So we are stress eating and it's a it's going to give us that quick dopamine response, going to make us feel good. We're you know, putting the food in, it's usually comfort food, and we're getting a quick response, but it really is masking what's going on. And the other slash definition I kind of think of like mindless eating to me goes hand in hand with stress eating. I know for me, it might start as stress being the trigger. And then next thing you know, it's, you know, it was mindless. I walked to the kitchen and I grabbed the bag of whatever popcorn, but I literally ate the whole bag. So it's just like I'm robotic in the sense. Like you get robotic with certain things and you overeat and you eat the whole thing. So it started off as stress being the trigger, but it really does turn to mindless eating or how many times do you go because you're just so overwhelmed, your stress is the end of the day and you go and grab, I don't know, ice cream, popcorn, chips, whatever your guilty pleasure is and you sit down because you just want to like tune out the day. And you sit down and next thing you know, you've mindlessly eaten the entire package of whatever that is, cookies, crackers, ice cream, whatever. So to me, mindless eating kind of goes hand in hand with all of that. Um, And who is this affecting, right? It is affecting everybody. I mean, this podcast obviously is focused on crazy busy working moms. So if you're out there listening, nine times out of 10, you're probably experiencing this at least some of the time. Maybe it's not a super, you know, regular habit for you, but there's... No doubt in my mind that at some point you have, you know, emotionally eat, stressy, breakup, divorce, a job loss, kids driving you nuts, just a crazy day at work, you know, all the things that go on and then add the pandemic like we talked about earlier. And holy smokes, there's only a 5,000 reasons to stress eat, right? There's only like every reason in the book. But 
you know, what we kind of need to address is why this is happening so frequently. So we talked about stress being the trigger. So for almost everyone out there, it's called stress eating, emotional eating. So duh, stress is triggering it. But the reason we're reacting and going to food is because food is comfort, right? No matter what way you look at it, comfort foods are called comfort foods for a reason, right? Like the mac and cheese tastes delicious, makes you feel good. The problem with the comfort foods and with using the food to soothe yourself is that it really only helps you very minimally. It helps you quick. It, get, it does make you feel good, but it's very short-lived. And the problem is basically we're not addressing the underlying issues. So whether the underlying issue is that you're bored, the underlying issue is that you hate your job, the underlying issue is that your kids are driving you nuts, The underlying issue is you think you're a bad mom because you're not doing something with your kids. I mean, there's so many different things that we could be having emotional breakdowns about, right? Or maybe it is just the overwhelming stress of being a mom, a working mom, and you just feel like you're drowning and suffocating. I know I can relate to that feeling, but that's still the surface level problem, right? Is the issue that your spouse is not giving you support, that you feel like you're on an island by yourself? Is it that your job is taking advantage of you? Is it that you have no work-life balance? Is it that, you know, there's so many different things, right? So many different things and it affects everyone differently. Maybe it is that your job is now remote and you're working from home and you hate it. You don't want to work from home. Maybe it's that you're back in the office and you really want to work from home. You know, there's all these different things that are triggering us to make us feel overwhelmed and stressed. But when we are reaching for the food, the problem is that we're only giving ourselves a quick fix. And food is addictive, right? The sweets, the carbohydrate-ridden foods, they are very addictive. So we're craving that hit. We're craving that dopamine response. We're giving our reward system what it wants. And that's why those foods are called comfort foods, like we said. Like, I mean, the foods have happy memories usually around them. They're usually foods that you have at like Thanksgiving or Christmas or a birthday party, like cake or cookies, stuff like that. So we are giving ourselves what we want. We want that feeling of happiness, of comfort. So that's why stress eating is almost like impossible to stop or it feels like it is because we're not addressing any of those issues. We're just giving ourselves the immediate quick fix that we want, which does feel good in the moment. And then usually what happens, at least I know that's what happens for, this happens for me, is that afterwards, after I've gotten that, you know, soothing feeling of whatever I'm eating, then immediately it goes to guilt, to shame, to embarrassment, to anger at myself, to all of these crazy emotions that made the stress that I was feeling before I even ate anything 10 times worse because now I have the stress plus all these other negative emotions that I'm compiling on myself to make myself feel worse. So I know there's no perfect way to do this and I would love to sit here and tell you that I've gotten it completely figured out. But some things that I know help are going to my therapist. These are things that I know if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling stressed, knowing like at least addressing whatever that is, if it is work that's overwhelming, saying, how can I control my emotions right now? How can I take a second to just reevaluate my situation? Like let's say my to-do list is making me feel so uncomfortable that I feel like I'm never going to accomplish what I have to. I got to pick up my kid from school. They got hockey, They got blah, 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 all these things, right? Then what I can do is stop and say, okay, what can I accomplish right now? What can I accomplish in this next hour? And what can I back burner for tomorrow? Take this off my plate. Or what can I delegate to somebody else? You know, whether it's maybe calling my husband and say, you know, I can't get my son. You have to get him. Things like that. Just taking a second 
to not get inside of our emotions too, too much that we go to food. We can really sit and say, what is going on? Let's say it's at night and you're overwhelmed and you reach for food because at the end of the night, you just want to like check out, right? And the fact that you're reaching for the food is because again, you want that soothing feeling. You just want to like take away the pain, right? But again, what's the real issue? Is that is it that you're bored at night? Is it that you're craving your spouse to give you more attention? Is it that, you know, maybe you're searching for a significant other? Is it that your kids are just mentally exhausting you because you need some new tips and tricks on how to parent? Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's the stress of like, you can't even go to bed. You can't even work out because you have all these other things you have to do for work at night. Figuring out what that exact issue is and trying to work through it. And don't be ashamed if it's not something you can work through on your own. Maybe it is calling your mom to talk it out. Maybe it is calling your bestie to talk it out. But maybe it is the fact that you need to seek additional you know, help to talk through those issues, whether it be a counselor, whether it be someone at your church, whether it be um, a psychologist or someone you know in that field. Do not feel ashamed, right? There's a lot of issues and things that have happened to us on our entire lives that are ingrained in us with the stress eating. They're almost like behavioral-based things at this point that can really seem impossible to work through on your own. So if some of the things that we're talking about don't work where you can't stop and just try to like figure out your emotions, wrap your head around what's going on and try to not reach for the food for comfort, then maybe it is time to talk to someone. And I'm a huge advocate of mental health, mental you know, well-being, that your mental health is probably the biggest thing that you can work on to help you in your health and weight loss journey. Because if you can't get your mind right, it's going to be really hard. You're going to constantly feel like you're going up an uphill battle because your brain is going to try to work against you. And it just, it's easier, right? It's easier to stress eat and get that quick fix. That's what we want. We want to feel happy again. We want to feel a relief. We want to, you know, check out. That's what we want to do because that's the feeling we're searching for instead of really figuring out what the problem is and how we can kind of strategize ways to minimize the stress, which is causing the whole thing, right? So, you know, obviously I would love to sit here and tell you like, go for a walk and do yoga and do a handstand or something and it's going to magically get better. But honestly, the only way we're going to be able to address this is fixing our minds, fixing our brains, fixing our mindsets. Um, Go back and listen to my episode. I think it's 53 about mindset or 50, maybe it's 53, I think, or 54. Um, I could put it in the show notes, but about just looking at things differently, like trying not to be so negative and opening your mind to having like just more of an open mindset and a positive mindset, it really can be the biggest game changer in anything for your life, just in general, not even in regards to your health and wellness. So this is no different, right? This is absolutely, without a doubt, no different. Changing your mindset and being more positive and kind of reworking how we're thinking on a daily basis is going to be the biggest thing, the biggest thing we can do to help ourselves. So I just wanted to, you know, take that moment to tell you that it's, If you're stress eating out there, do not be shamed. We're all in this together. We are all under an enormous enormous amount of stress right now, right? With the pandemic and like I said, everything that is going on in our lives. And it's just something that we all have, nobody really wants to talk about, but it's something that's affecting almost everybody. So one other thing that I know I've been doing recently and has been helping me is I really take a second and I do try to meditate I have one minute meditations on my phone. So I do try to meditate if I'm getting, if I start feeling that very, very stressed feeling where I know I'm close to going to reach for food that I'm not hungry, right? Like that's, that's the first thing. If I know I'm hungry and my stress levels are high, that combination of being hangry, if you will, 
not great. So, but I'm not saying if you're not hungry and you know that's not why you want to eat first and foremost, then if you can stop for a second and say, okay, this is going to be stress eating. This is going to be emotionally eating. This is, I'm not hungry. This is not that. So, you know, I start trying to think about what are the things that I can control, right? And what are the things I can't control? So things that we can control, our thoughts, our words, our choices, our efforts, our attitudes, our boundaries, all of those things, right? So those are things that we can control. So taking a second and saying, what are in this situation that you're in, what can you control? And what are the things that you can't control? So like we can't control what other people think. We can't control the past. We can't control what other people say. We can't control how other people feel. We can't control mistakes other people make. But there are tons of things that we can control. And that's what we talked about. So really figuring out the situation that you're in and looking at it, trying to change your mindset about it, trying to change it into something positive and go to a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset like we talked about in that other episode. And then really think about in this situation right now, what are the things that I as a person can control? And you can control not reaching for food to comfort ourselves. And I, of course, want to tell you, I'm not talking about Thanksgiving dinner, right? And not and not eating all the good things. I'm talking about the stress. When you are reaching for food because you are stressed, that's what I'm talking about here. And I think it's just something that we really need to, you know, look at the situations one by one and trying to figure out what we can do to stop the habit before it becomes a habit, honestly, I should say. Because if it happens every now and then, like everybody's going to do, that's one thing. But when it becomes chronic and when it becomes a constant habit, it is going to completely derail us from where we want to go. So I'm here to tell you that you're stronger than that. You owe it to yourself to put the work in, to change your mindset. And if it's really hard and it seems impossible to seek additional help from somebody out there who can help you, because I promise you that is so worth it. I have talked on this podcast so many times about my mental health journey and it's not going to end. It's just not. It's an ever-changing thing. And I think that everybody should be talking to someone. We all have baggage. I don't care who you are. You don't have a perfect life. And if you do, good for you. Like, good for you. But I don't know you. <laughs> so everybody I know has something that they can use. A voice of reason. You know, somebody that doesn't know us, that doesn't judge us, that can give us advice, that can help us work through some of our issues. And I think stress eating is one of those things to do the inner work. So what I wanted to do is leave you with a quote today by Lisa Oliveira. And it says, just because no one else can heal or do your inner work for you doesn't mean you can, should, or need to do it alone. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.